You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Vegas. It's rock. It's dogs. It's Vegas Rock Dog Radio. A rock and roll show all about pets, people, and pop culture. Stand by for great guests and cool advice. All in one rocking hour. The phone lines are open at 702-483-4444. That's 702-483-4444. Now, let's bring on the host. Here is the rock and roll queen of dogs, Sam. Good morning. I'm Sam, the queen of rock and roll dogs, and you are listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio, a show, a rock and roll show, all about pets, people, and pop culture. And today, we are live from Las Vegas, and today's show is going to be full of useful information. That's useful, not useless. (laughs) Useful. Sometimes there is useless information. Because I just talk about funny things. Anyway, so let me tell you where you're going to find us all over the internet before we even get started with our show today. And you're going to go to our website if you want to go to our main hub. And that is VegasRockDogRadio.com. You'll find all links for the show, all our social media links, photographs of guests, uh, previous shows, uh, sponsorship information, you name it. It's all on there. And Ustream. We are not Ustreaming today. My guest is very happy about that. So (laughs) am I. Because. I've already been sweating in a dog park and I'm going to tell you all about that in a second but for next week you can go to Ustream.tv and our channel is Vegas Rock Dog Radio so yeah I'm glad I don't have Ustream today and if I did I'd smear a little bit of hand lotion over that camera so I had a soft focus (laughs) to look a lot better than I do right now so Facebook Uh, Facebook is Vegas Rock Dog Radio our Twitter account is Vegas Rock Dog Show no W at the end and our call in number is 702-483-4444. That's a Vegas number. If you are in Vegas, you still need to dial 702. As I say, we're live, and we're live from VegasAllNetRadio.com, which is part of Lotus Broadcasting. Our Instagram account. Hi, Chris. Crash your show up. Our Instagram account. I'm going to be using Instagram like mad today. Thanks, Randy. And because I'm going to be at an event. So the Instagram account is Vegas Rock Dog, and you want to pick up rock and roll clothing for you or your dog, it's uh, VegasRockDog.com. Our blog is at rockandrolldog.com. Reviews, past shows, guests, topics, giveaways, you name it. We've got it all going on over on the blog. I love the people that follow my blog because they, they really like to interact. So um, uh, I, don't, I enjoy I enjoy writing over there. And uh, Google Plus is Sam Ratcliffe. Really, really easy. So let me tell you why I'm all sweaty today. You see, you start off the day, you want to try and look nice for the rest <laughs> of the day, and then it all goes hor- horribly wrong the minute you hit a dog park and you have to set up for an event. So today, it's halloween day. You've heard me talk about it for weeks now. And it starts in 30 minutes' time. So uh, my husband and I bombed over there this morning, put our booth up, kind of... 99% set up and ready to go and it's the event starts at 10:30 obviously I'm not going to get there till 11:30 after the show and it runs till 3 o'clock for adults or adults however you like to pronounce it it's $5 to get in remember this is our biggest fundraiser of the year for the Las Vegas Hot Diggity Docks and Rescue so know that your money is going to a great great rescue that I've been with for over 10 years so I'm really glad a lot of people are going to come out and support now if you're a family you're going to pay $10 for the family which is amazing dogs are free dogs are free but dogs have to be 25 pounds and under because these events we do are membership events when when people rescue their dogs from us they get to be a member of the dachshund club 
So there's play dates and social stuff that happens in these events. So, it, you know, these were always exclusively for the Doxa membership. So we did work with them and we asked them, hey, do you mind if we let Docs 25 pounds and under come as well? Since it is our biggest fundraiser, we want to bring in more money. And they said yes. So it's not a discrimination thing. It's actually a respectful thing for the membership, just so that you know that. And today... Tons and tons of things are going to happen during the event. So you're going to be able to shop. And we've got new T-shirts. Vegas Rock Dog's got new T-shirts. Eat, sleep, bark, repeat. That kind of, that's my life. <laughs> that's what I do. Eat, sleep. No, but I might eat, sleep, work, party, repeat. <laughs> I love it. Um, you're going to be able to shop. You're going to be able to put your dogs in the costume competition, which is brilliant. These people take a year to plan the costumes and make them from scratch. The belly rubbing and the dogs and kissing contest. The wiener races are the best, the most popular. I swear to God, people would race their dogs all day, but we don't allow them to do that. But it's really popular. Um, the food truck's going to be there. I think it's the barbecue Oh, what they call it? Something wagon. Barbecue wagon or something like that. But we're going to have food there. And the fantastic photographer, Robin Welter, is flying in from San Francisco to photograph the events. This is someone I met at Blog Pause. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the people I connect with, I feel like the world is very small. But yeah, come to it Vegas. Is. Fly to Vegas. So she'll be there. I'm telling you now, the photography will be exquisite from today. So uh, I'll be posting my not-so-exquisite photos <laughs> on Instagram. And then we will share hers um, in the coming days you know after the event itself so like i said we've got brand new t-shirts they're not on the website yet but you can pick them up today at halloween we've got t-shirts tank tops long sleeve tees they're fabulous um my bailey chair project is still running online i'm raising money for dogs that need a bailey chair to help them with a megasophagus that's get your teeth in for that one <laughs> so you can pronounce that and um, I'm, a, I'm over 10% of the way there so that's a good start so if you feel like donating we're going to find two lucky dogs um, here in Vegas and we get them actually custom made for them um, and I'll put all these links up on Facebook so no need to try and remember them or grab a pen or anything <coughs> like that uh, Studio 54 is coming back for the second year we're not revealing the theme yet but I think you're going to like it uh, we'll probably announce that next week and I'm going to be doing a giveaway by um, my good friend Pam Webb over at Rockin' for Rescue. She's got a great um, swag bag giveaway that she's going to do. And we're going to run it through our blog. So um, look out for that coming as well. So let's get on to my guest. I got that all in pretty fast. <laughs> Usually take a little bit longer on that. <laughs> I have a feeling we're going to talk a lot today with my fabulous guest. I hope I pronounce your name right. So let me tell you something. My guest today... She's fabulous. She's funny. <laughs> she's a little bit scared because <laughs> she's on the radio, but it's going to be fine. It's going to be totally fine. Uh, my guest is Zara Castine Lou. Oh my gosh, I got it right. That's amazing. <laughs> she is the founder, the head trainer, the guru of Mind Your Manners dog training. So that's why I said it's going to be chock full of information today that's going to be very useful for you, but also for some people who aren't aware of positive reinforcement training so we're going to talk about that as well she has a quote on a website and that is dogs speak human much better than we speak dog don't you think it's time that we learn <laughs> <laughs> it really is because there are certain times with my own dogs i'm like oh why do i not understand why galaxy barks in my face i know she wants something i don't know exactly what it is she wants from me i'm like is it this is it this show me show me and sometimes she's just sometimes she's just annoyed i'm sat in a spot Mm -hmm. And I forget I'm in a chair. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'll move. 
did you just say her chair her chair oh, okay. <laughs> do you know what <laughs> i you know what i said oh i said something about my dogs the other day that actually literally was something like um i didn't call her paws her paws i called them her hands <laughs> Oh my gosh, she, she put her hands on my shoulders. <laughs> I must go to your house. It's going to become like <laughs> Animal Farm in my house, you know, where the pigs are ruling everything over the humans. I mean, often I'm on the floor and on the couch anyway. So, uh, yeah, but I still need to learn that language a lot more because I think body language is very hard for people to understand. I think people can see a result from a certain type of training, but they don't know how they how that result happened and sometimes it's not a good way how that result happened yes do you know what sure. i mean yes so uh we're going to talk about that because um i think it's all well and good saying oh my gosh that's amazing but how you get there i think is very very important because you don't want to result from a negative way of training which personally i don't think it's training it's like bullying really mm -hmm. as opposed to a positive easier way happier way of getting a result and i think that's what people miss out that big like chain link in the chain is i just saw this result but is it the right way to get that result so we're going to talk about that as well so what's your w well hello, hello. For a start there you go <laughs> that, that, that will help won't it <laughs> you're doing a great job <laughs> she's like good i don't have to speak i don't have to speak you know you forget how it's it is scary the first time you do radio you just forget you know and then someone comes in and you're like oh you'd be okay but then you forget how you were yourself like yes. terrified i remember the very first show that me and stacy did it was like oh my gosh i need to go home and have a nap after it i was so exhausted mentally exhausted from it well i'm extremely happy there's no cameras <laughs> <laughs> i will share that i'm just quite happy but we will take a picture but there are filters on instagram so we'll be good well i like the vaseline or the little the moisturizer yeah <laughs> smudge it up it looks fantastic all glowy looking no wrinkles i soft <laughs> i think it's good i don't know how i'm gonna pull that off in the middle of a dog park <laughs> oh, we have an event today and i'm not sure either i hope people have their sunglasses on today because <laughs> i look a lot better through the, their sunglasses um just a reminder one more time if you're just listening in halloween starts in 20 minutes at kellogg zahir dog park off buffalo here in las vegas 10 30 to 3 p.m i'll get over there at 11 30 lots of stuff happening five dollars to get in ten dollars for your family so i uh, hope to see you there come up to the booth say hi let's have like a doggy selfie or something like that i like selfies with dogs <laughs> i, I want to see the wiener race oh they're brilliant honestly they're so funny and we've always had good photographers that have made, managed to get them they would look like a hovercraft with their ears <laughs> flying up and all little four feet off the ground it's just fantastic they might have to swing by after our event I think you should. We'll be there long enough. Oh, I've completely sweated and melted down by then. <laughs> so, tell everybody your website. Um, www.mindyourmanners.info Dot info. That's important to know yes. that. Um, what's your social media accounts? Um, on Facebook, it is Mind Your Manners Dog Training. Mm -hmm. And on Twitter, it's Bowser Blue. Um, oh, okay. I'm however, my that. Twitter is also personal. Um, nothing that needs to be filtered, but it's also just... <laughs> personal things that I'm interested in right. and causes as well. Because you're not just a dog trainer. You're so much more than that. Well, thank you. I think when people <laughs> come to you, they get something very, very comprehensive. I'm very into nutrition. I love that. Because, you know, a, a lot of people aren't, you know, and I think we're, we're learning more and more and more how important it is, you know, prolonging their life, preventing certain things. I, mean, I love preventative anything anyway. Well, being proactive is always better it's than being reactive. It really, really is. Panicking, you know, after the fact, you know, oh my gosh, and then I'm to spend a ton of money because you could have just, you know, not given that dog that cup of tea. And it's also, it's not, it's not <laughs> the, the vet's fault. And no. People try to say, you know, well. I just don't think they haven't. They don't have it. The training. Knowledge, no. They have a very short window of training, don't mm -hmm. they, for, for nutrition. They have, um, 
as far as I believe, unless I've changed it, it's um, one eight-hour course. Ugh. And it's all taught by Hills, who own Science Diet. Yeah. So it's sort of, it's they just don't have, unless they're specializing in it. Right. It's, so it's not... People like, oh no, my vet is. You so know, they're not doing continuing education yeah. unless it's their actual field they yeah. choose to go into. Well, if you have six years to learn how to fix pretty much anything, yeah, you know, it, it gets a little difficult. So I always make sure I tell people it's not your vet's not trying to you know, hurt your dog. No, they just don't have that knowledge. They just don't know. I mean, I spoke to my vet um, uh, at town center, and I asked him. I said, "Oh, you know, what do you, what do you know about nutrition?" He goes, "Actually, not a great deal." Mm-hmm. And I appreciated that. I'd rather know that than I can do some research mm-hmm. and then I can find someone that specializes in it like you, you know, that can make that difference. But I think people think their vets are the be all and end all of everything related to animals. But like you say, a lot of them are very specialized areas that they work in. I have a couple of vets in town that actually will call me on certain things that they want to change their dogs over. Right. And my vet is to die for. I If she ever quits i'm going to never have an animal again <laughs> that, <laughs> that is an endorsement i tell you that is an endorsement joanne stefanatos is oh is, yeah yeah i yes. just started going to her oh yes i did i took miss galaxy for the sedation oh. dentistry let me tell you something she had the she gave her an adjustment while she was there mm-hmm. on the initial consultation it, she, she adjusted her feet and uh, she was gr- i mean really great and since that adjustment, I've seen such a difference in, in Galaxy's gait, and mm-hmm. she's more prancy. And then when she had her teeth cleaned, and I, because there's nowhere I was putting her under, there's like no way. And then she, you know, she got the B12 shot as part of it. I'm not, she's like a different dog. I'm not kidding you. Oh, it's amazing. She's it's really, really. And she's conventional too. So she does yes. do the surgeries as well. But yes. She's, you know, been to Chinese medicine school. She's, yeah. You know, she's been doing. Veterinary practice since 1973. I think a lot of people don't know that a lot of these services are available. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? You just they got a chiropractor for dogs. Dogs, that's crazy. And my goes every month. And it, I think Pam, Pam takes her dogs every month mm-hmm. too. But I saw such a difference. So I think, you know, if you're really, really, if you... If you're interested in your own nutrition, then why not apply it to your dog too? Your Absolutely. pets. I think it's really, really important. Um, you have quite an extensive education in <laughs> animals. How long have you been doing this? I mean, I looked and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm tired just from reading your qualifications <laughs> and how long that must have taken. Um, quite some time, actually. Um, <laughs> I've been training just a touch over 10 years um, and doing nutrition about the same amount. I'm nice. going for my national certification in traditional Chinese medicine and acupressure. Wow. So fantastic. horses take to acupressure like... Do they really? Oh my goodness. Except for the first time they lean. Oh. So when you have a large dog like I do and they lean, you're yeah. not quite as scared as having, you know, a big a horse, horse start to <laughs> lean on you. First time I did it on a horse, I went, oh, this could be quite quite dangerous. Um, <laughs> but they take to it so, so well. Isn't that incredible? I mean, just seeing how Galaxy responded to the chiropractic was, I mean, I, and I've I love my chiropractic, I love my hypnosis, I'm, I'm that kind of person. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I did see such a difference, such a difference in her. And she really liked the doctor too. Oh, yeah. She has an amazing bedside manner. Amazing. She does. She's the only, do- the only dog. She wants to know to. about your pet. She's she- had my desert tortoise baby, both my slider turtles. Um, she does anything that walks through the door. Um, she has pigeons all the time. Does she really? Um, they, she takes them, rehabs them, and puts them back in the wild. <gasps> Oh, I walked see. in once and my dog was in one of the large kennels because he's five foot three. And next to him was a Canadian goose. No way. That was hissing at him. <laughs> and he's looking at me like, Mom, what is this? It was about the same height. And I was like, um, 
is there a goose back there? <laughs> I asked Linda, the receptionist, I said, am I hallucinating? Because I might not want to drive home. Um, she's like, no, there's a goose. I said, okay, just making sure. Now, does she do, um, does she do livestock as well? Mm-hmm. Oh, she does it all. She's running the whole gamut. Oh, yeah. she's She's got everything. She Anything that fits through the door, and she will go to, like, horses and alpacas. And, I mean, it's great to know, because I think a lot of people don't know who to go to, or if there is anyone to go she's to. She's amazing. Amazing. Wow. So you're you're on li- in, online with her, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. with, we're doing preventative. We're looking at the whole picture. Mm-hmm. We're not just looking at, you know, veterinary services. We're not just looking at dog training. You're going to get a lot more, you know, with what you offer through your services. Now, I read through some of them. You've obviously got socialization. Mm-hmm. Big one. Big one. It can be difficult socializing a dog because you have to have a lot of patience, don't you, don't you think? Sometimes people just give up. I think that really with dog training and socialization, it's just like raising a child yeah. it's consistency consistency and i think a lot of people run into the fact of their dog training shows and everything gets fixed in quote unquote an hour yeah and we all know the impossible. instant gratification is what you know we want oh, of course we do <laughs> but people are like you know i'm like that that's great but they're actually not done in an hour i think we we miss out on a lot of people miss out on that because of their like i said on lack of patience or sticking to it like i take mr twix wherever i can Everything's brand new to him anyway. I mean, for a dog right. that lived in the desert, and the only people he knew were people that chased him. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we're not doing well, are we? You know what I mean? <laughs> but me. he's starting to, through more experience, you know, we went last night, and we went and had a little pizza on a patio somewhere, and of course, like a family of 50 showed up, you know, <laughs> screaming kids. And I thought, okay, well, I mean, it makes you a little bit stressed out, but I'm like, no, we have to do this, because he's got to get used to being around people and mm-hmm. kids and noise and those kind of things. And it is easy to give up, I think. Well, and there's, there's resources that people don't really know about necessarily like Home Depot lets you take your dog in. Yes, I love that. And and there are different resources in town that allow you to do that or at least have your dog on the patio. Yes. Um, and there's huge socialization there and even with puppies, a lot of people say don't start training a puppy until after they're f- three or four months old and right. at that point, They've had their first fear imprint. They've had all sorts of things in socialization on their own growing up. Yeah. So I tell people, take your dog in the car to Starbucks. Yeah. Go to the bank drive-thrus. Yeah. Go to, you know, if they're too young for the shots, take them through. That's a great idea. And just something to socialize them or dogs you know are safe that have had their shots that your friends yes. might have. Yeah. Things like that before you... I dog parks in this town scare me a bit. Yeah. But socialization is key, especially in yeah. like the first year or two because yeah. that's when they get all those triggers and they... They remember them. I mean, they live in the moment, but they they know something's... That's right. Because, I mean, like I say, Mr. Twix, all mm-hmm. he knew was, I'm living in the desert, I'm surviving, and don't take anything from me, and don't chase me. Right. <laughs> you know, so the biggest thing for him is, people always want to go, oh, because he's got those eyelashes that are crazy long. And we always have to say to people, can you not approach him? He has to do it on his own terms. And he thinks you're okay when he does it on his own terms. He doesn't think you're okay when you come down to him. Right. He does not like that, particularly with men. But I know a lot of men chased him from the after we caught him, that the story, you know, the park keeper, <laughs> animal control, everybody started telling oh us these God. stories. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, everybody's tried to catch you for six months, this dog, you know. So I know, I know a little bit of his history, you know. Mm-hmm. But th- I think it's quite easy for people also to play into that, don't you think? Oh, he's really scared of men. And this... They don't socialize them. It becomes in a nice their story. Way. It becomes mm-hmm. their story. I don't miss Mr. Twix's story to be he hates men, you know, because we're reinforcing that, you know. So, um, but for him, it's time. And I've seen you frequently enough. I think you're okay. And so if I don't take him out, he's not going to get that at all. Absolutely. He just doesn't, won't get used to anything. And people also have a, have a thing of going up to the dog instead of the dog coming yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, you know, and especially children because they don't know any better. We, but had, we had that episode last night where my husband turned around to the little girl and said, hey, you know, um, we just rescued this dog recently. We're not sure if he's great around little kids and stuff. So, you know, try not to go up to him. And her mom actually said, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, really, mom should have said to the daughter, but I, yeah. I just wanted to warn them because I didn't want them running up to him either, you know, mm-hmm. and like you say, strengthen that fear, right? because you know, people are like crazy coming up to me, you know. Plus, but it teaches the children oh, the correct way, yeah. you know, to, to react. I mean, my dog is so big that you know, most, <laughs> most people look at him and go, uh-oh. Can I have a donkey yeah, ride? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, some people will occasionally like run up to him and he's like, what are you, what are you doing? Um, but he's, he's huge. So yeah. more, than, more often than not, people sort of get out of his way. Um, Which is kind of okay, I guess. It's one thing you don't have to do. <laughs> now, the nice thing I, about socialization is one, once you socialize your pets, you can take them with you. And mm-hmm. that's what most people want to be able to do. I know so many friends that are like, oh, no, can't take blah, blah, blah to an event. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. And I think, well, that's kind of sad that you don't get to really integrate them into everything that you do where a dog can possibly come with you. you know? So I think it's, a, it's an absolute must, and I don't think people put enough importance on it. It's responsible know? ownership as well. Yeah. I, mean, I don't like to use ownership, but it's yeah. the other people as well. That's why dog yes. parks sometimes yes. freak me out because it's not just your dog. Your dog could be totally socialized. That's right. And then there's another dog that's not. And exactly. you know, I think the mind the manners is for the people too. Um, <laughs> really, my degree is in psychology, and I use it every day. I love it. <laughs> It is true, though. No, I train the humans, not the dogs. The dogs know what to do. Right. They, they look at me like, oh, thank you. Like now you can have my human pay attention Somebody to me. Somebody understands me. Right. And I think that is important, that you you understand, are you a problem? Are you, you know, like when I, I took Mr. Twix to my pet sitter for the first time, because, again, I'm like, I know he's not great with the dogs, and I know he's not great with people right now. I mean, it's just a gradual process, but we're going out of town. And I know, I, I know I brought that energy with me. Oh, I tried so hard to, like, keep it down. And even my pet sister was like, Sam, I was like, I know, it's me. I'm not helping the situation. I'm really trying to keep a lid on this. But they still know. Oh, yeah. I'm not, then I, I can hide nothing from my pets. No. Do you know what I mean? Well, you have pheromones, too. Ah, so what happens so is if you get that. anxious, they go into fight or flight. Yeah. So it goes straight down from you. To, to the, the leash, yep. down to the and dog. And I say it's like a s- snowball to the face. Yeah. So if you're constantly looking around because you're worried about something for your dog, your dog is already in that fight or mode. flight mode. Yeah. So I tell people, big, deep breaths. Yeah. Keep yourself, talk to your dog. And you know what's weird? I'd, obviously, I'm not like that with Galaxy and Thornton because they've been going to her for 10 years, right. almost 10 years. But it brought back the same feelings from the first day I took Galaxy. Like, oh my God, my dog's going to be with strangers. It's going to be with the dogs. Blah, blah, blah. I was worse than anyone. I was worse than the dogs were. I, didn't ju- I said to Kim, I'm kind of surprised it all came back. Right. And I actually said to Jim, why don't you just take take them? I'm not taking three dogs. It's chaotic as it is. And I was like, ugh, <laughs> wouldn't you do that for me so that I don't bring my energy back? Mm-hmm. I had to. I know. It's my, I'll take responsibility for that. I will totally it's, take It's totally our, our pheromones that come out. And that's also the way, like, um, I used to teach pregnancy classes for humans, not for dogs. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me just stipulate that. Um, because your hormones change and your body changes and mm. dogs' bodies don't change. Right. So, like, people who just maybe adopted a dog from a shelter or a rescue and come home with a bunch of bags from the store. 
all of a sudden, what's going on with mom or dad? Why do you look weird? Why do you look weird? And when you get pregnant, you obviously look are, weird. You, look, you start growing in weird places and you start, <gasps> you know, hormones are coming out and that type of thing. So people start going, why is my dog doing this weird stuff? Not not necessarily aggression or... Being, right, but just, just not doing the normal... Right. They either get really protective or kind of like, what are you doing? What is, what is happening? And he's just sort of leading them through that because we don't <gasps> think about that. Cause no, and you know what? And I think so many uh, pregnant people don't, pre- people, pregnant women, not just people. Um, <laughs> hey, you never know. Science is you great. You never <laughs> know <laughs> where it's going to lead. <laughs> I don't, th- I think a, a lot of people who are pregnant don't prepare like already, the, like you say, physically the changes are happening, mm-hmm. and but then they don't prepare for when the baby arrives either because life's very different. You know, the the walks aren't as frequent, the not as long, the detention's not mm-hmm. there like it used to be. You know, so I would think definitely working with you on on those kind of things would be a really great tool for people that don't know what it's going to be like once they have the baby. Now they got a dog. How do we handle all this and leading up to it? You know, so one the baby the baby's safe for the dog mm-hmm. and you know the dog doesn't feel like completely neglected i think that would be a great reason to to hire you aside from all the other stuff that you do <laughs> you know what i mean well when i used to do classes i actually would do pregnancy classes and and people were like what do you mean i was like it's pregnancy classes and i'll work throughout well not working throughout nine months right but i'll give you sort of the steps to do and even yeah. the little caps that they put on the babies when they get born yeah take it home let your dog sniff it uh, little things like yeah. that i am mean, i have had somebody ask if the, the poop should come home as well and and i, oh, I will tell oh, you oh. um please no we don't need <laughs> traveling poo um <laughs> but the little caps are the swaddles that they put them in right bring that home and then smell of yeah, them and then mom goes away for a couple of days Right. And then comes back with something else. Right. So you don't want some weird smelly thing that showed up. Showed up out of nowhere. House. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but don't take the poop. Please. Don't take, don't the, take poop. the poop. On that poop note, <laughs> poop always comes up in a dog show. Let me I tell you that. I don't now. think I have a day in my life without, uh, without poop. poop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a quick break. We're going to listen to some words from our sponsors. And you're listening to Vickers Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs. We'll be right back. Introducing the new Brett Michaels Pets Rock Collection, exclusively at PetSmart. I created it for the pets that rock your world. Shop the Brett Michaels Pets Rock Collection and celebrate PetSmart's 25th anniversary with up to 25% off thousands of items on the PetSmart site. Plus free shipping on orders of $49 or more. Go to PetSmartDeal.com. That's PetSmartDeal.com. P-E-T-S-M-A-R-T-D-E-A-L.com. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Now, let's return to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Here again, your host, the rock and roll queen of dogs, Sam. Okay, and we're back. You're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs. My fabulous guest today is Zara Castine Lou of Mind Your Manners. Uh, it's dog training, it's nutrition, it's socialization. Uh, she deals with dogs who have aggression and 
and fear, separation anxiety, uh, you name it, leadership training, it's all going on. So what she actually really focuses on is positive training. So people just think, what do you mean positive? Isn't that what we all do? But we don't all do positive training. No. You know, this, there's a lot of old school out there. Vegas is about 20 years behind. I, you know, I read a lot of the research for England and... It, and you know Victoria Stillwell? Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, yeah, we're behind. Over in the States, definitely behind because it's this um, this belief that you have to be the dominant one and put the fear in your dog. To Alpha and pack. To and pack yeah. and get a result. And let me tell you something. Humans are never part of a dog pack anyway. In fact, I don't even... I think it was only wolves that run in packs, isn't it? Oh, thank you. You know? I don't dogs even, are not packing I don't rem- I don't remember seeing a pack of dogs anyway. Maybe no, a couple of loose feral, ones running around. Right. If you have feral dogs, basically they... They, not gang up, but they come together for to forage for food right. or to you know mate. But they don't really run in packs. We right. we've sort of domesticated them into packs, and we become part of that pack. Yeah, right. But it's like a it's it's like a family. Yes, it's, it's just a, it's just another word for it, really, isn't right. it? Because I mean, for all I know, only wolves run around in packs. It's true, and, and I actually work with a lot of wolves in town. Oh, so do you really? Because mm-hmm. here's the thing. Let me tell you something. Uh, since when has a human ever been part of a pack? Never. Never. So why would why, why wouldn't a wolf recognize you as a pack leader? You're a human being. Yeah. So it's these terms they get thrown around. It's almost like a like a branding thing. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like gets, alpha. Yeah. It gets. Th- I don't want to be an alpha. I just I want to have a great relationship with my animals that love living with me because I'm cool to live with. But alphas, if you notice in packs, especially like in wolves, alphas aren't the ones who are rolling anybody or who are right. doing anything. They're just standing there. The ones that are getting in trouble are the teenagers that are just vying for position. And position. that position changes yeah. daily, minute by the minute. It's it's just part of that pack mentality. That's but, right. You know, alpha rolling and doing, you know, sort of physical work with your dog. It just, to me, doesn't make that type of relationship. Yeah. Like, since my dog is so large, mm-hmm. if he didn't want to do what I want him to do. He wouldn't do it. He really <laughs> wouldn't. <laughs> he's it. a bloodhound mastiff. Trust me. He's doing his own. Yeah. yeah. He's got his give me the paw and be like, look, lady, <laughs> you know, I don't want to do this. And so I try to forge. It's it's a lot of training the humans, um, like you had said before. But I try to get a relationship of respect. Yeah. So that your dog knows that you have their back. Yeah. And that way they'll have your back because yeah. they know that they're safe. Right. And they enjoy. Enjoy. That's enjoy being in your home. They enjoy being around you just like you enjoy them. Yes. And that's that relationship. And doing using force is a lot less of that. It just doesn't get you that. that you're bonded. It doesn't get you that relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's nothing worse than, you know, seeing someone being so dominant on a, on a dog, say at the dog park, and it's fearful to the point, okay, I'll comply. Mm Because I'm scared. Mm -hmm. That is not... So this is what we're talking about, you know. You know when people say, oh, my dog's naughty. Are they really naughty? Are they just being a dog? Do you know what I mean? Right. I mean, they go, oh, I'm going to be naughty today. (laughs) You know what I mean? I I know we throw it around because it's fun. You know, like Mr. Twix, he chews my shoes up. Oh, he's a naughty dog. But you know what? He's just being a dog. Right. You know, he got hold my shoe, the door's open. He's got something to chew on and play with. And he was having a great time. He was happy as anything. Of course. So um, I think a lot of people want to do this, like, punishment-based like sit you know and like they're barking at them and like say there they do it out of fear or some people's dogs will snap right on you know so you get that that, i guess that's was like a fight or flight thing too you know so and and so that's why i'm saying getting to a result it's not just about getting to the result no 
it's about how did you get to that result? Like, I just want the result and this is it, you know. But did you do it through fear or did you do it through, hey, this is fun, I want to do this, you know. And more often, that, that type a sort of positive reinforcement training is what's going to last the longest. Okay. Like, I'll go to people's houses and say, okay, you probably only need one session with me. You right. know, depending on what the issue is, I don't do packages. So, okay. I do it sort of people as People would really go. like that because people would really like that because of the affordability mm-hmm. of, I can go session by session when needed and mm-hmm. not, oh my gosh, I've got to shell out this big chunk of money. Right. And I'm kind of, you know, concerned about it. And it deters people. I think that's great. Well, and it's also, there are so many dogs to train in this town. Yeah. That, and it's an oddly, it's a cutthroat business. And hmm. there's enough dogs out there. Plenty, I mean, trust me. <laughs> hey, we're in Vegas. There's enough dogs out there that need yeah. to be trained. And so my, my point of view is, I may not be the right trainer for you. Uh, right. So, you know, I come out, my first session is only about two hours because I go through nutrition. I go through all sorts of that mm-hmm. type of thing. I give you a um, plan that you can start training that day. I oh, show that's you, great. You know, I show you how to work through what you need, your main issues are mm-hmm. or your main goals that you want. And then... Sometimes I'm not the trainer for you. And if I'm not the trainer for you, then you're not going to pay really pay attention or respect what I'm saying. That's true, yeah. So, one, it's my reputation on the line. Yeah. And two, it's a waste of your money. Yep. And three, nothing's going to happen. So, yeah. there are plenty of trainers I can refer you to. You know, I mean, right. my best friend, uh, Maria Hosmer, does. Oh, I love she Maria. Did, We've had her on the show, yes, too. Yes. She, um, she actually doesn't train anymore. She was trained for about a decade. She does the flower essences. Yes. And I actually have um, a few dogs and humans on those essences. That's great. And the, ch- the change is amazing. That's incredible. It's, it's amazing because it's just, it, I can't, it's hard to train a dog who's living in the top of that soda can mm. when you shake it up. Yes. I mean, Jack Russell's kind of lived I it forever. One. Yes. I got one. She's smart. Oh my God, that dog is so smart. They're extremely smart. They challenge you. But you need to be, you know, smart as well. Yes, you do. And keep them mentally in, in Oh changing. yeah, that girl, if I don't have her out running, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. She, she doesn't get into trouble, but I think she gets antsy. Mm-hmm. She's like, ah, I, uh, I need to be Well, they want to learn. And, yeah. and if you don't mentally stimulate your dog as well yeah. as physically run them, you're going to have, you know, trouble. That's, <laughs> that is so true. Now, if someone, for example, you know, they're listening in and they're going, hmm, I don't know if I do positive or if I do dominance training. What kind of body language would a dog exhibit if you, would, if you were being very dominant on a dog? You know, when it's, you know, you're trying to get a result. What would the dog's body language look like? It would really just depend on the dog. Just okay. like, because all people are different. All dogs are different. So yeah. not all bloodhounds are the same. Right. Um, they are very hard to train, though. Um, <laughs> sorry, bloodhound people, but <laughs> I've probably trained most of you. Um, <laughs> not that many of this down. But it depends on the dog. Some dogs are very sort of submissive and will do like a rollover pee. Okay. Um, some dogs will come back at you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's really, there's a couple of calming signals that can be used. They're, they're called calming signals or anxiety signals. The dogs d- distribute all the time. And they do it to other dogs to say like, I'm not a threat. Okay. That type of thing. And there's a couple that we aren't anatomically able to do. Um, and okay. then there's a couple that are very easy for us to do. And it shows the dog, oh, you know it. Oh, you, you get this. Oh, okay. Like if a thunderstorm's coming or if they're in a situation they feel uncomfortable in, yeah. they exhibit pretty much the same types, no matter what dog, of calming signals. And if you give it back or the other dog gives it back, then you're, they're like, oh, okay, uh-huh. we're cool. And uh-huh. you'll see their whole body just go, oh, all right. And what can you do then to actually calm them? Yawning. No way. Oh, yeah. No way. It's, and it's, if you start yawning at your dog, nine out of ten times your dog's going to start yawning No back. way. I'm doing that this afternoon. You might be yawning for, you know, a couple minutes, but they will they start yawning and, and or they'll give you a different signal and then they'll react. I That's do that with a lot of hyper dogs. 
I'm um, going to be yawning all the way through thunderstorms <laughs> for my one yeah. dog. And lip licking. Oh, oh, I actually was able to say that after 10 lip years. Lip licking. Lip <laughs> licking. This big, that's why my lips are always chapped. dry. <laughs> but you'll see the dog that does this big side lick. Yes. That's that's sort of a calming signal of, no. oh, I'm not really comfortable with this. Oh. So, I would look away if you look at the dog and then you look away. If you look back, they'll look away. No way. Yeah. Of course, I just looked away from the microphone, but they'll, <laughs> they'll, they'll do that same thing um that's interesting you see i told you a bit full of information <laughs> totally full of information and shelter if like a lot of shelter staff were trained to do that then that would also calm down because they're they're in you know runs yeah. but they they really get you know if they don't get out enough or, or that type of thing they're obviously why not am being I socialized here? i don't uh, know this place yeah and if so a lot of shelter staff were more aware of just very simple calming signals yes and i'll have people call me and go i thought you were absolutely insane and it worked <laughs> and i'm be, like i get it all the time I'll be, yeah. call, I'll be calling you tomorrow <laughs> like it worked it worked it does and the, the lookaways are great for a fearful dog really um the lip licking ah, i did it again and um the yawning <laughs> are great we call it inappropriate sniffing which we don't have to do but Thank if you're goodness. standing there with the dog and yeah. your dog and nothing's going on and all of a sudden they're sniffing that spot that they've been standing in for five minutes. Right. That means something's going on somewhere. It could be, you know, another dog. It could be oh, okay. a thunderstorm coming. It could be a person coming. That or an earthquake about. like or, we had or last earthquake, week. Yes. Yeah. Which thankfully I slept through. I did too, um, which is kind of odd. I, I, I never sleep. I'm like insomniac. And everyone was like, oh my God, it's an earthquake. I was like a 3.5 earthquake, but okay. I mean, I was, I got a, I know I was up at that time, but I don't even remember. Yeah the house moving or nope, the dogs didn't do anything strangely nope. enough you know nope. but yeah you know what i think reading those and they can be very subtle those those mm -hmm. the body language but i think if you don't pick up on it you're missing out you know it's um like a wagging tail is not always happy no dog. no it's not <laughs> you know what i mean mm -mm. maybe initially when you come home yeah that tail wags but but you see a different it's a different wag. Mm -hmm. There are different wags. <laughs> and there's, some, there's actually quite a few books on telltales, basically, on how, yeah, I can't think of a single one off the top of my head, but what different ones mean. And there's a lot of sort of contention between, you know, behaviorists and whatnot. Of, right. No, this tail wag doesn't mean this. But you really cannot tell from a tail at all. Wow. I don't even pay attention to Oh, tail. they're wagging the tails. And you're like, chomp. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, Chris, let's take another quick break because uh, I want because we're going to go to five two, um, and we're going to come back and listen to some more stuff from Zara as far as positive training goes. We'll be right back and listen to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. With me, Sam, your host, the Queen of Rock and Roll Dogs. Hi, this is Tim Link, animal communicator and pet expert and host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Have you ever wanted to know what your pet is really thinking? Do you want to find out if they truly understand what you're trying to tell them? Ever wish you could build a better understanding and closer relationship with your pet? Well, now you can. Learning to communicate with animals is a four-part on-demand workshop. In the workshop, you'll learn the essential techniques that are necessary to communicate with animals, including what is animal communication, breathing correctly to achieve the perfect state to communicate with your animals at a deeper level, using guided meditation exercises and method to communicate with animals, and how to send and receive information from your animals. So if you're wanting to learn how to communicate and connect with your animals at a deeper level, visit PetLifeRadio.com forward slash workshop and purchase and download Learning to Communicate with Animals. You'll be glad you did. 
Hi, this is T.O.D. Anderson, and I'm the host of Get Positive Results on Pet Life Radio. We're going to talk about a variety of topics on canine behavior and training, all based on modern methods that are fun for you and your dog. We might be talking about other critters, too. So join us on Get Positive Results. We'll talk about common issues between you and your dog, answer your questions, discuss different activities you can do with your dog, and keep you posted on current canine news and products. All this on Get Positive Results on Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. This is Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Vegas Rock Dog Radio. The phone lines are open at 702-483-4444. Now let's bring back the host. Here is the rock and roll queen of dogs. <laughs> and uh, we're back and you're back hopefully listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me Sam your host the queen of rock and roll dogs my guest today in studio is Zara of mindyourmanners.info <laughs> and uh, if you actually work with Zara you're going to get so much more than a dog trainer she is very very well versed in nutrition human psychology we all need a little bit of that and she covers everything that you could possibly come up against when it, you know when have when you know owning pets particularly dogs so socialization puppy manners obedience training behavioral issue, issues leadership training aggression and fear separation anxiety and of course the nutrition so it's great to be able to get that whole picture because often putting all the pieces together are what fixes things you know sometimes it can be nutrition mm-hmm. sometimes it can be Oh, no, your dog runs really, really hot. Why are you feeding them this particular food? Because now they're on fire and they're uncomfortable and not happy, you know. So I think uh, the whole picture really, really um, is important, as you much would do for yourself, you know. Well, I think um, the, the Chinese medicine, the food theory, um, really sort of pulled most of... I have the canine nutrition, but then this pulled through because it's for everybody. It's yeah. you know, the yin and the yang and the yeah. false colds. And now I can sort of see, you know, if you're running hot, you'd want rabbit. Right. You know, because it's a cooling food, which yeah. most people think was hot, but it's actually a cooling food. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even color therapy, you know, yeah. that type of stuff. And it a lot of times it is the nutrition. Yeah. What we're, you know, we are what we eat, literally. Yeah. So I mean, like grains, you mm-hmm. know, we, we're learning a lot more about not having grains. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're learning a lot more about uh, if the grains are missing, uh, maybe you don't need all the potatoes either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's sweet potatoes jammed in there as well. I, was, I, was, I haven't fully read the article, but something came out about peas mm-hmm. uh, this week. So I've, I've got some reading to do this weekend you know but i think it's forever changing i mean i would think in 10 years of you doing nutrition for animals you must be thrilled with some of the dog foods that are now oh, well, out yes. because the word they weren't they didn't exist no they didn't exist well it's the same it's, I, I run into this and it's so funny because it's not really even our generation but people will tell me that they don't feed wet food because it's going to rot their teeth and oh. dry food cleans their teeth, teeth. Mm-hmm. and i tell them if i ate a box of cheese its which i have been known to do uh, <laughs> my teeth would not be clean no they would not be and the reason is we, I think it was World War II, we ran out of metal. So oh. they created kibble and said to everybody, you can't have wet food because it's going to rot your dog's teeth. And all round and round and round that wife's tail went. And so everyone went to kibble. Mm. And it depends on whatever you want to feed. But right. There's no validation well, in the... Well, the we've just gone to wet food for Galaxy through mm. the doctor's recommendation because she is slightly dehydrated yep so now we're getting more fluids into a system and let me tell you something i've got it on the honest kitchen all three of them oh my gosh they go 
I don't have to walk in the kitchen. They're like, please, I hope we're going to this kitchen. They love it. One of it. my <gasps> favorite, favorite foods. And I also tell people in the summertime to add water if yeah. they're eating kibble or add some wet food because they we they don't have enough water, That's especially right. in the summer in Vegas. Yeah. But the Honest Kitchen, I... I'm glad love. you mentioned that, that the whole kibble keeps the k- teeth yes. clean. But that's a great analogy, though, with the Cheetos, because that oh. stuff sticks on your teeth. Yes. <laughs> people days. look at me like the little light bulb goes off, like and they're like, click. Oh. Yeah. Like, Isn't yeah. it funny, like you said, like an old wives' tale just it mm-hmm. circulates, and years later, it's still, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, we're still hearing people rub your dog's nose, and it's, you know, poop. And oh, still hearing one. all of that. You know, it's like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> just don't do it. And dogs <laughs> live in the moment. So it's not, yeah. So if why you haven't seen them doing it, then in five minutes later or five hours later, you rub their nose in it, they have absolutely no like, idea what you're doing. What on, and again, that comes back to positive training. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a really negative, horrible thing to do. Like you say, they're in the moment. And if you don't have a chance to like correct or divert, what's the point? And they'll <laughs> also start going behind your couch. <laughs> because then they know they can't go in front of you. That's, r- that's right. But they have to go. They learn quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so it doesn't work when I do it here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see. Now, clicker training. You do clicker training? I do do some clicker training. Yeah, I, um, I, I've done some and I, I like it. I find it easy. I find it easy to then move away from the clicker. Yeah. Once once those, uh, you know, with the basic commands were just established. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I don't need a treat now. I mm-hmm. don't need the click now. It's, it's just a little... Our thing with, as, as far as trainers go, is our reaction time as humans is horrendous. Yeah, and, yeah. and I used to start my classes when I did... Uh, clicker training classes um, with a tennis ball. Yeah. This is actually a really good tip from a friend of mine. And everyone had their clicker, no dogs, first class. And I'd say, okay, when the tennis ball hits the ground, <laughs> okay. click. Right. And they're like, oh, okay, like s- silly trainer. I have a tennis ball, it's fine. I drop the ball and you hear click, 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 click. I'm like, okay, so uh, let's try that again. <laughs> you know, so it's timing is extremely yeah. important. And I think what you have to do is really say, okay, this is clicker training time. Yeah. Not I'm trying to watch TV at the same time or I'm mm-hmm. going to pick up my phone or you have to oh, I really you got to be focused on it because like you say it is if you miss that opportunity your time it's gone. It, it's gone. It's gone. The, the timing is gone, you know. But yeah, that's a really good um tip though. And everyone would just start laughing because they'd realize it, you <laughs> like, know. They're oh. like, "Oh, I thought this was easy." <laughs> and some people take really well to it, some people don't. Right. Um I don't do a lot of clicker training because I do privates now. I don't do classes really right. anymore. Every once in a while I will. Right. But training is really I found that people believe that training is a day-long thing of a couple hours every day. Mm-hmm. And it's like putting a kindergartner in a physics class. It's not you, yeah. you, It's not going to happen. No. And you want it to be fun. Yes. So if you're enjoying it and your dog's enjoying it, yeah. then they're going to learn faster or quicker. And it's going to be a much better bond between you. So I always yeah. say, you know, five minutes as many times a day as you can while See, you're making your coffee. That's so manageable. Yeah, or it's you're watching TV and there's a commercial on. Just mute the commercial and you yeah. can do a couple of, you know, things and yeah. then off you go. And, it, it and a click is so yeah. cheap. Oh, yeah. What, three bucks, two oh, bucks. If, yeah. You know, at PetSmart, Petco, one of those mm-hmm. places. But yeah, do you, pr- do you um, use treats? Do yes. you, you just treats? No, C- I can use, you use kibble? Can you use? You absolutely can use okay. kibble. I use whatever the dog's drive is. Okay. So, you know, in a lot of terriers, um, I'll use a ball. Okay, yeah. Um, I once had a border collie that if you scratched the back of her right ear, she would do anything. She was happy as anything. <laughs> we couldn't figure out. She had no, bo- no drive. That was, that you know, was and it. That was it. Yeah. So it's really whatever drive is. And then I try to, as quickly as possible, come back from that and stop and use real life rewards. Yeah, I think that's what pe- what people miss... Uh, Miss, miss the part of clicker training is you're not running your whole life is not going to be with a clicker in your pocket right <laughs> or a treat bag attached to you <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean 
<laughs> you're a walking ATM, automatic treat machine. It's you know you yeah. don't want that. Yeah, that eventually you know that that the praise is mm-hmm. the fabulous or the reward. Or the reward is you stop it while you're walking, and you know the dog wants to sniff a tree, so you stop. He sits, and you say, "Okay, go sniff." Right. There's your real life reward. Yes. That's all I wanted to do. That's what he likes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's, it's not always food. No. It's like Galaxy, she's not that food driven. Mm-hmm. Fountain, yeah. Mr. Twix, yeah. You know, but yeah, Galaxy's the ball situation. That's her thing, you know. And sometimes it's just body language. Yeah. You know, and you can see the look in there. I was like, oh, okay. I they need a job. They want a job. Yeah, they do. Man, mine right now, their job is... Uh, Eating get, shoes. Getting in the laundry <laughs> basket, taking socks and eating shoes. And if I've lost anything, it's on the patio. <laughs> I know where to find it. I looked at my house yesterday. I'm like, I didn't have a single thing on the floor. Like, <laughs> where did all this stuff come from? Oh, God. <laughs> and I hear Jim go, that's my sock. It's a tug of war with them. You know, it just makes me laugh. I'm at the dogs, you know what I mean? They're keeping themselves busy. Or Mr. Twix, if I've put a toy on the dining room table and I forgot it's on there, he's got a nose like I've never known of any dog that I've had. He will get on that table and find that toy. I know it's on there. He, that's his drive. You know, he loves loves toys. He loves and he loves food. But he has a memory. That he's the one that opened my cupboard doors to get in the cupboard because I put something in the cupboard. You and I might have to have a session. <laughs> I, I need to teach him how to like make breakfast and a coffee and some toast, and I'll be great. <laughs> if they had thumbs, they so would. Trust <laughs> well, me. If I was in thumbs, it would be great. Well, listen, we got a couple of minutes. Let me just quickly towards the end of my show just see if there's anything else I need to cover for events. No, actually, there's a big event going on this weekend i mean i've constantly been calling my friend lara who is the churchill foundation because <laughs> they're in a big garage sale Ooh. today and tomorrow and it's just off tropical and revere here in um, in vegas you can go to the churchill foundation's website and find that information but like every two days i'm like i got more stuff i got more stuff we've been doing a big inventory uh count at our house of our uh, of our clothing and it took two days it was horrific <laughs> <laughs> so, mm. but, but bit by bit. So it's going to be a really, really good. I know they've got great stuff. I mean, really great stuff. Apart from what I gave them, which was good too. <laughs> uh, but I'm talking furniture, uh, TVs that work, big TVs that work and yeah, fabulous. I mean, it's a really good garage sale. So you can actually pick up on that this weekend. Meanwhile, make sure you come and see me over at Halloween today. till three o'clock. It's going to be warm out there. You're going to need to wear a tank top and a hat so you don't burn yourself. I want to say a big thank you to our sponsors because, of course, that's how the show happens every single week for almost two years which is amazing and uh, remember you can help a pet in need either rescue adopt donate volunteer or share their information attend a fundraiser like today rescue your next family <laughs> member p- replace the word shop with adopt and be kind to all animals I want to say a big thank you to Zara thank you we need to have you come on again <laughs> we have more to talk about that's for sure big thank you to Zara of Mind Your Manners please take a moment to go and uh, like her page her Facebook page and find her on Twitter and check out the website same for me too <laughs> and uh Remember to thank her. Thank someone who works in rescue today because these people do a thankless job. Trust me. Everyone's working hard today putting this event together. So if you know someone in rescue, just give them a thank you. They will so appreciate it. Big thanks to Chris, my producer, for making the show run great every week. And to you, the listeners. So today you've been listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio, a show where it's all about pets, people, and pop culture. And I'm your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs. And remember, always kiss your pets. Good morning and good night. We'd like to have a great weekend and come and say hello to me at Halloween. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Zara. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.